Hello and good morning. This is the Lakeland Magic Down the Road podcast. I am your host, Kamran Pilati. Today I have my guest, point guard, floor general for the Lakeland Magic, Xavier Simpson. Xavier, thank you for taking your time to be with no us problem. today, man. Thanks for having me. Oh, man, no problem at all. We know people have wanted you on this. You're, you know, one of the faces of this team. You're the floor general. You're the leader of this team. We talk about it all the time on the broadcast, but we'll start this off a bit more simple, man. Sounds great. How, how you how you watching TV nowadays? You streaming on Netflix? Are you on Hulu? You HBO Max? What are you? What I'm, kind of guy? I'm pretty much watching everything. Whenever it's a good show or a good movie, I'm on there squirreling at night, just trying to find me a good show, movie, episode, whatever it is. I'm interested to anything. Anything you're into particularly yes. at the moment? Um, nothing in particular right now. Well, actually, there's a show. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right. It's called like something Scope on Netflix. Not familiar. It's like we're, it's named after a color, and you can like watch them in any, any um reviews. Oh yeah, I know exactly yeah, what so show not, you're talking like about. List, I'm not sure, but it's like something. It's like K scope something. Yeah, I'm like, I have like two more um episodes left, so that's been really interesting. Yeah, it's pretty unique. You can watch it in any order, and somehow it's yeah. still all still lines. Connects. It makes yeah nuts. So. I think I know the answer to this, but I don't know if our viewers know the answer to this. Why did you choose number three? That's always been my number since a kid, so all right, it's kind of been like my thing, followed by Allen Iverson. So that's what I thought it was, Allen Iverson. I remember yeah. talking about it in passing before. You said he's he was your favorite player growing up, right? Yes, favorite player growing up. You know, he always had like the swag, the sauce, as they would say, to the game. So that's always been my thing. So. There have been about seven players, roughly, in Magic history that have worn number three. Do you know any Magic history or any players that possibly wore number three in the past? Uh, is DJ Augustine one? No, he is not. Okay. He wore number 14. Number 14? There's someone currently wearing number three with the Orlando Magic. Oh, yeah, that's Chuma. Yes, Chuma KK wears number three. Um, another one was one of the guards that helped take us to the 95 finals. He's not an sure. analyst nowadays. Dennis Scott. Dennis Scott, okay. Yeah, okay, and then uh, Steve Francis is another Steve, one. I, okay, I did know Steve Ward. I did know that. Yeah. Ah. So those are some of our more notable ones. With that being said, we'll go ahead and see this. You signed an Exhibit 10, correct? Yes. So that means you suited up for a Magic game at some point. I don't, I don't know if you got any playing yes. time. But did you get playing time in your game? You did? Um, two out of three, I did. Awesome. What number did you wear in Orlando since three was already taken? Um, I believe it was nine. Nine? Yes. Okay, cool. You yeah. know anyone that's worn nine before in Orlando? I don't, I don't know that one. Nikola Vucevic was the most okay. recent one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. That's a big one, but yeah, nine, that's is. cool. I mean, we had you for Summer League. You were a lot of fun. A lot of Magic fans liked watching you. I was watching you. Yeah. Yeah, we really enjoyed your game. Glad that you're here with us in Lakeland. Happy to be a part of it. So you've played in Michigan. How was that experience playing at such a massive school? I mean, Michigan is one of the biggest followings out of any college there is. Um, Michigan is phenomenal, um, from the education to the brotherhood to the family that Juwan and Coach Beyond um, has built over the years, um, and just the environment. I mean, I love everything about it. The people are phenomenal people there. Great coaching staff, great players I play with, great student base, um, great fans. Um, I can't complain. I, I love and miss Michigan a lot. Do you miss the winter? That's something that could change. This is a lot different. Being in Orlando, you know, you, you don't even have to have a sweater on right now. So yeah. You can come out there with tank top and shorts. But this would be – I would definitely not wear this throughout Michigan. That's how it would be 
having a fever or a cold. Yeah, I'm, I'm from the Chicago area. You're from oh, Ohio. So you know how the Midwest is the Midwest, in the winter. Yeah, the Midwest weather can get crazy. Oh, those negative temperatures are... The snow, too. Yeah. The ice. Got to be careful. No one realizes that. When they're from here, they don't realize how bad winter is. They'll say, oh, but what about the heat during the summer? I'll mm. take that heat any day over Definitely that. Definitely 100%. But <laughs> the warm weather here throughout the season, throughout the year, Definitely going with this. So when you were in Michigan, you played with both Franz Wagner and Mo Wagner. Yes. What, was it a different? They played at different times, so they didn't overlap I, with each other. So you were kind of the thing that bridged the gap between them. Yeah, I played with Mo my first two years, um, my freshman and sophomore year, and then my last year, I played with Mo his freshman year. So, all I right, had a chance to get a piece of both of them. So when you were there. Just so your last year, you're there. Franz is there. It's his freshman year. Did you foresee Franz having this breakout NBA career out of the gates? I mean, I know when we picked him at number eight, Orlando, a lot of people thought, well, that was kind of high for Franz. And now he's sitting here in year two, averaging almost 20 points per game. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to sit up here and just say I predicted the whole layout, the whole thing, uh, because the stuff he's doing now, like, it's, it's stuff that people have never done. So it's hard for you to go out there and predict that someone's going to do this when he's done things, rookies in his second year, people have never done. But... Um, just on him being how bright his future is, like I definitely can say, like I predicted. I mean, he's has huge bodies, like six ten. He can play one through five guard, one through five. He's smart, and he also he's also a great individual, a great person, and he works hard. Um, behind the scenes, I know he's working hard for us at the weight room, treatment, getting extra shots or whatever it is. He's definitely staying on, staying on top of his game. So I mean, it only makes sense for guys somebody of his size and Oswald. His brother has the blueprint, mm -hmm. so his brother can help lead him through the way. His brother has been there before, got drafted pretty high to the Lakers, and now he's right here with him, so it's only a matter of time before it keeps going forward. So with you being in Lakeland, I know a lot of the time you're in Orlando. Do you ever have a chance to reconnect with those guys? Do you ever talk to them since you guys are both kind of within the same organization? Do you ever still hang out with Mo or Franz? We, and definitely, talk, we definitely still talk a lot. I mean, obviously that Michigan relationship has, is, is not going to change anything. Um, but, but you know how it is. We, we, I have a season. I'm busy with three or four games per week. They're busy with three to four games per week. So it's kind of hard to hang out. You know, during a downtime for both of us, we probably just like to chill. And, you know, sometimes that doesn't correlate due to them being on a road. We may be at home yeah. or vice versa. But, I mean, as far as our relationship, that's always there. It's always stable. Very cool. So you've had an appearance in the NBA. You signed two 10 days, I believe, with the Oklahoma City Thunder last year. Is that correct? Yes, the first 10-day I got COVID, but the second 10-day I fulfilled. <laughs> what a bummer that is. Right. But that second 10-day, hey, you made it all worth it. In there, you averaged, I think it was like 7.5 assists, 11.5 yeah. points. I mean, I don't know many people that have played four NBA games and averaged 7.5 assists. Yeah, definitely appreciate the opportunity. I mean, I just want to go out there and just make the most of it, whether that's playing offense, playing defense, just do the best I can and show who I am as a player and a professional. So how was the experience just on the different levels of going from, all right, you're at this massive college. I imagine playing in Michigan is unlike playing in most D1 schools just because it is so big. The travel must be a bit more comfortable when you're traveling like that. Then you go to the G League where the travel may not be quite as comfortable, but it's a lot better than it was 10 years ago for guys in the G League. And then you go up to the OKC Thunder where I'd imagine it has to be like, just maximum comfort, chill on the road, and in, in the yeah. sense of like, wow, 
I'm in this nice hotel, I'm flying on a private plane. What are some of those things you tried to take in on your MBA experience that you had? Just being grateful for it all, as far as the travel, the per diem, um, the food, um, being able to be in that environment, walking to the arena, playing at different arenas. Um, it's just all it's just all something to be grateful for. Don't never want to take it for granted. You never know when it's your last. And plus with me, I think I averaged like plus 40 plus minutes in the last four games. So like, wow. and I started. Yeah. So like chances like that don't come around often. So I'm very appreciative and, and blessed to be able to be at the right team, right time. Yeah, because I mean, gosh, not many people go into the NBA and start at all either. And no. yeah, you have four games, you're averaging seven and a half assists. But I, I think to anyone that watches your game, that's not a huge surprise because you are just such a floor general. Um, you know, I think that you can be put into any system and you would be successful at distributing the ball, no problem in helping teams find their options to score. Definitely, 100%. There's no question at all when it comes to that. So the hook shot, um, what's the origin story behind that? How did, how did that come about? Because that is the other thing when people think about Xavier Simpson, it's usually Michigan, then comes the hook shot. Yeah, the hook shot came, I believe, my freshman year of college. I kind of did on an accident, but it kind of felt comfortable. So that's kind of when I went back to the drawing board and began working on it from both sides. And every single year since then, every se every season, I just constantly continue to add something to it. Whether it's the same foot, same hand, um, deeper, different foot, different hand. I just try to continue to just continue to add to it because obviously, the more you level up with the basketball game, the harder it gets. So I still want it to be effective and efficient with it. So now I'm doing it with each hand. Um, same foot, same hand, two feet, middle of the floor, slots, doesn't matter. I'm comfortable with it, doing it, and I feel like I can get it off at any time. The name Captain Hook, did you come up with that, or did someone else come up with that? Was it so just kind I, of... I believe, like in Michigan, the social media came up with, like, Captain Hook and Mr. Skyhook. Yeah. So that's kind of like my nickname that oh. I guess I've been rolling with. Oh, yeah, we always wait for you to hit that in the broadcast, call you Captain Hook right yeah. after, and then... <laughs> You know, a lot of people will say that on the opposing broadcast. I watch those games, too. They'll talk about it. They say, you know, this guy just brings out this unique hook shot that you just don't see from six-footers. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, the last time we really saw a hook shot like that was Kareem, like, really, truly doing it all the time. And then we have you being six-foot and just proving yeah. that it works. <laughs> it really does. It's really it tough to guard. I mean, that when you got that hand on the opposite side of your body, yeah. that's, that's a tough shot to guard. But Can't reach over there. <laughs> yeah, it's just a lost art. I mean, I don't know. Maybe we'll start seeing people do it more and more as you keep going on in your career. 100%. So, you've been announced as one of the players of the participating uh, participating in the G League Next Up game. What are the feelings that come along with that? I'm just excited. Blessed to be a part of it. This is the first G League's All-Star game in Utah. So, we kind of get like the sort of the NBA All-Star experience. Mm -hmm. um, so, just wanted to take it all in, be appreciative of it. And I'm um, just being grateful. Like, I mean, being a part of it, it's just it's a phenomenal feeling. I'm blessed, so I just want to make the most of my opportunity to go out there and have fun, but also continue to just be able to just be able to absorb that stuff in and use its motivation. Well, one of the cool parts about you being in that game, it's a little bit different than the others because there are people that are voted in by the coaches, and then there's people that are in because, you know, their city may be hosting it, so they get X amount of players they could put in. Yeah. You were voted in. Yeah. by the fans they they voted in 10 of the players and you're one of the ones that are voted in so it's not just in the sense that 
you know, your hard work, which is definitely there. You're third in the league in assists right now. You're top two in three-point percentage. So it's well-deserved on your playing, but also the fans want to see you. There's enough people that are watching it, even outside of Lakeland, that are just, hey, we want to see Xavier on this level. Yeah. I mean, that must feel a little bit different, too, knowing that all the fans are out there spending time each day to have to go ahead and type in your name. Right. No, yeah, definitely. Appreciate for the fans. Shout out to the fans. I'm excited to be there. So, I mean, now my goal is just best to just do whatever I can to just impress the fans, and hopefully they continue continues to still like me, you know. So, but I'm blessed to be a part of it. Yeah, you're going to be on a large stage there playing the, right before the NBA All-Star game. Is this something that the players are probably going to try and compete in? Because with you, you're a very much no-nonsense person. When you watch the All-Star game, it's kind of – here people are just for fun. Yeah. Now this game I feel like might be a little bit different because people in the G League, they're fighting to get into that NBA contract again. Yeah. So, uh, do you know what your approach is going to be for this? Are you going to be going out there going uh, for business or are you going out there for fun? I'm going to see how my team wants to play it and see how the other team wants to play it, but I'm always business ready. I'm a competitor, so if they want to take it to that level, let's do it. What other big stages have you performed on? Because I, you played at Michigan for quite a while. Michigan, I'd imagine, had some kind of ter tournament experience in those four years that you're there. Yeah, uh, my fourth year of the tournament experiences got canceled due to COVID. But my my, my first three years there, I was um, fortunate enough to play in a Sweet 16, um, Big Ten championship all three years. Big Ten championship my sophomore year and also Big Ten championship my junior year. Um, so being able to have that experience playing in the Final Four as well, um, was all preparation for moments like this. So I feel like I'm comfortable to go out there and play in front of a crowd. Um, but being able to play at Michigan and get those experiences, I feel like now I'm just always locked in when those big crowds come around, whether it's the NBA, G League All-Star, whether it's in Lakeland playing. Like, I feel like once the balls jump, once the jump ball happens, I'm always locked in. When you're out there, do you ever feel like maybe that – you don't really realize how many people are around because like i've been in crowds before where i've been a performer and and you just kind of get lost in it in my perspective and i've always wondered how that is for you guys especially you know i've only seen nba games from the outside i've never played at any level outside of bitty ball as a kid so um for me i'm always wondering can you hear much that's going on outside when you're on the court or do you just hear really what's on the court i mean you can hear it if you want to yeah. I'm locked in. I'm competing. I'm, out, I'm trying to, like, win a game, do things to help my team out there. So I'm really not hearing it. Obviously, you hear it, but I'm really not engaged on what's going on outside of, outside of the court. Yeah. So you think it just really all comes down to how calm you can make your own nerves in front of play in front of those people. You're just focusing on here's the hoop, here's my guys, this is what we're doing, and then some other people look at all the layers and layers that are around them and – Maybe that's where they break sometimes. Definitely. Well, I would agree with that. <laughs> All right. So you're a critical piece of the Lakeland Magic and their success. You're always or orchestrating the offense, giving your teammates a lot of – you're giving them a lot of uh, advice and tips during the games. Do you ever possibly see yourself getting into coaching in your future? Because you're, you're coaching the players when you're out there. I mean, that's just part of your I will 100% be a coach in the future. The day I stop playing, the day after I will be a coach somewhere. That is awesome to hear from you because Definitely. we see it and we get excited about it. And like I say, just so no nonsense. You, you enjoy it. You, you love basketball. We can see it out there. And yeah. and that's just who your personality is. You know, you're not out there joking around. Nope. You're out there. <laughs> you're here to get things done. I'm trying to win and make sure we're going in the right direction. 
Awesome. So Xavier, you pretty much knocked out everything we wanted out of this. We're really happy to have you here in Lakeland. Um, what do you want to happen for you starting, I guess, into this part of the season? Because now is the time. Trade deadline's passed. We're going into All-Star Weekend. What are your goals for the rest of the season? As you see, we're on like the verge of being a playoff team right now. We're we're poised to make it. Yeah. What are your goals? What are you telling your teammates? You've kind of been in these situations before being in the G League last year. We have a lot of rookies on the floor now. And then also you've had the NBA experience. You've had the very yeah. high-level college experience. What are you right telling now, your teammates for this yeah. season? Right now I'm just being where my feet are. Um, my feet's here right now with Lakeland. So I just want to make the most of my opportunity, be there to help my teammates, encourage them to make the most of the opportunity here, and let the results play out. Whether that leads someone to a call-up, leads someone overseas, leads someone to be a roster spot, wherever it does, right now let's just be where our feet is. Because the moment we start thinking about the call-up or overseas or this, that, and third, is the moment we're leaving our feet and we're not locked in here as much as we need to be. So how can we go out there and, and get that opportunity when we're not even doing our job here? So I feel like we just do our job here, work hard, work smart, work together every single day on a consistent basis as a team. Um, we'll leave it to God and ourselves and just let the results be the results. But right now, my goal is to be where my feet is. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to the Lakeland Magic Down the Road podcast. I'm Kamran Fulati. He's Xavier Simpson. Make sure to tune in and watch him at the All-Star Game playing the NBA G League next game up. It'll be a lot of fun. Thank you for your time, Zay. No problem.